1996's From Dust Till Dawn by Quentin Tarantino. I guess technically this would be his first time or attempt at doing horror. No, well, he he actually just wrote the screenplay. Uh, Richard, or uh, Ricardo, what's his name? Richard Ro- Rodriguez. Robert, Ro- Robert Rodriguez. Robert, yeah, Robert Rodriguez mm. directed it. Yeah. And somebody else wrote sense. the actual story, but Tarantino did the screenplay, as you can uh, uh, tell by the Robert tremendous Kurt- dialogue. Robert Kurtzman. That's it, thank you. Robert Kurtzman yeah, and uh, Quentin Tarantino were the two writers mm-hmm. in the story play on this. Makes sense. We're just going to give you a quick synopsis on the movie if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's only been over 20 years, but yay, why not? So, from dusk till dawn, two criminals and their hostages unknowingly seek temporary refuge in a truck stop populated by vampires with chaotic results. For sure. That's pretty much... <laughs> That's yeah. it. I yeah. mean... There's not much more to the plot than, you know, that I don't know, man. Had. That whole hour-long build-up to get to that truck well, stop. Well, no, no, I'm just saying as far as, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what it takes to get there. So, yeah, I got Doug's job this week. I'm the one who's going to get walked on and nice. fucking talked over okay, and I, cut I, the fuck off. I bought a pack of cigarettes just so I could, like, oh, that's how it feels, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I got. I, I could have given you one. It's all good. <laughs> But uh, do you want me to get into it, dude? Yeah. I'm going to do what Doug does. He always asks us. Oh, should we get into it? Yeah. Should let's, we get started? Let's just say balls deep or something. Yeah, yeah we're going balls cool. deep. Just remember to cut him off right when he starts. Yeah. yeah. So, it opens with a Doug, cop. did you have yeah. anything <laughs> that you wanted to... I knew that was coming. <laughs> God damn it. You beat me to it. So, it opens with a scene with a car going down a desert road. Reminiscent like Route 66 type situation there in Texas. Uh, the car parks in front of Benny's World of Liquor, mm. which is awesome. I love the name. Benny's. It's funny, though. It made me think of, well, because of how close you are to Salem, it was just making me think of bunghole liquors. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, man. You should, uh, the Peabody one. Yeah. It's right there and it has a great sign. You should take a picture in front of it. I think, it, I think you're right. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Anyway, so Earl walks into Benny's World of Liquor, which is the Texas Ranger. He grabs a beer, starts talking to the counter guy. He mentions two guys that robbed a bank and they're coming our way. And he's looking forward to beating him. Yeah. What's going on? What are you smiling about? No, I'm just I'm I'm thinking about the movie. That's oh, okay. It. Yeah. I, I love see that whole scene. I, no, I just love that whole scene. Like yeah. the, just the intro. Is so do great. I. That's why it's so in depth. That's here. why there's a heart on the top. Of and it's notes. a heart. Yeah. There's yeah. a heart. A horror movie or not, it's probably one of the best opening like 15 minutes in a movie. Yeah. I know because ever. Uh, yeah. Ever. Before oh, I the think movie so, yeah. really even starts, you get yeah. that whole opening scene. So. Yeah. So he's talking about you know the two bank robbers, and then he's like, oh, I gotta take a piss. He goes back, takes a piss, and sure as shit, here comes Quentin Tarantino, which is Richie, Gecko, and then George Clooney, who plays uh, Seth Gecko. And they come out with two girls, hostages, holding them, whatever. Holding them hostage. Back when Clooney was actually cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he was an actual badass. He he was a stud. Roseanne, you know? Roseanne and, uh, well, this movie. Out of Sight. You ever seen Out of Sight? Uh, I can't remember. Dude, Out of Sight was a pretty tremendous movie. That was early in his career. You should watch that movie. I remember. I, I wonder I mean, how many neck tattoos, tribal neck tattoos, that like this movie inspired people to get. Oh, I bet you a lot. I of was close. You, I was, was close. close. Yeah, you, you were smart not to get it in your neck, but you were definitely inspired. <laughs> 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 that's a good touche. Oh, touche. There it is, the Clooney. 
Mm-hmm. I will tell you though, I, I see a little bit of the Batman in there too. Was that the Clooney Batman? It's was the Clooney Batman with Batman. a little bit of barbed wire. That could have made it some barbed wire. That was shit. the other thing. For well, when we were kids, I mean, Clooney was Batman. He wasn't the greatest Batman. Obviously, Michael Keaton is the only. Oh, he's, he's probably he's the, the worst Batman. Yeah, I mean, I would say Val Kilmer was. It was just. I think Kilmer's a little bit better. Those but were two, they were the two worst. They were, yeah, it was yeah, the two worst. Um, there is no other Batman. It's just Michael Keaton and uh, Christian Bale. That's uh, it. Pretty much. But, yeah. But still, like Clooney was on his way to the top. That was before he became like. I don't know, Clooney douche, or <laughs> so. Sorry, George. He's still listen- throb, okay? George, if you're listening, we're really sorry. <laughs> he does. He's a listener. So yeah, he he goes to the bathroom. Earl goes to the bathroom. Texas Ranger Earl, and the geckos pop out of the back with two hostages and uh, accuse Pete, the counter guy, of sending signals like scratching and all this stuff. And they tell him if you you know tip him off, we're gonna fucking kill you. All this bullshit. Texas Ranger Earl starts coming back out of the bathroom. They hear him, so they back off. And they start talking for another second, and Richie Gecko just pops him right in the back of the head and shoots him. It's kind of surprising at first. Yeah. Like, just, All right, this is going to be a normal scene. They're just going to escape. And like, wow, that was close. Yeah. That's when you realize there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know he's yeah, he's just off, he's like, off his rocker. It's, yeah, Richie is insane in this yeah. movie. And yeah, man, so they shoot him in the back of the head. He's like, oh, he was mouthing, help us, help us. That's what he kept saying. I'm working. And he yeah. said, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> I like it. Get your guy under this situation. I thought I did pretty fucking good. <laughs> He's just like so strung out. Like, he, yeah. So, you know, he ends up shooting Pete or whatever. Uh, he shoots Pete. And then um, Pete is down behind. They're arguing. You know, like Seth is, you know, George Clooney, Seth is giving him crap about, hey, I told you to keep it low key, whatever, whatever. You're shooting guys in the back of the head, whatever. And uh, what are you doing? You're fucking nuts. And so in the meantime, you got Pete opening the safe. Yeah. He pulls a gun out. He gets up. He shoots at him. And they shoot back. They get, they hit him. They don't hit him. But uh, they don't hit. Uh, he doesn't hit. Oh, actually, he shoots Richie in the hand. I'm sorry. Yeah, he yeah. shoots yeah. Richie yeah. Right in the hand. hand. Right through the hand. You can actually see through it. There's a scene later where it shows him like looking Which, right through it. If you were shot, all right, we won't get into the logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. That's what it is. Your fingers wouldn't. You couldn't do this. If you got shot through the hand. Your tendons would be blown apart. I don't know though. His What's hand this? Was pretty, like move your fingers. For the, for the most part, though, his hand was uh, pretty immobile the whole movie. I, don't I mean, know. but I mean, because yeah, you're right. He's not. For the most part, he was trying to Quentin Tarantino. I mean, he's not really an actor. Let's be honest. The guy, for the most part, he does his parts in every movie. I get it, which is cool. Um, but he did pretty well, like trying to keep his hand from from moving around. I, maybe it would move. We can just say it was nerves. Maybe that's why yeah. it was nerves. Whatever was left of the nerves. Whatever's left, yeah. But otherwise, it was obviously with a, a gunshot wound, pretty fucked. And then this leads to one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing. The girls that they were holding hostage, they get the fuck out of there. You see them running on the front door. Yeah, they get out That of was the other thing. I didn't... Yeah, they, they took off. I didn't... I was thinking about that. I'm like, what the hell happened to the chicks? But yeah, it they, shows it. Like, they just right take out, off. Yeah, they, they scream and run off once shit goes south. So they're both hiding behind while Pete has his gun. They're both hiding behind, like, counters and stuff. And so Seth instructs Richie to shoot the bottles of liquor out. And then he has a roll of toilet paper that he pulled off the shelf. And he coolly kicked the shelf. Super cool. Like, Super cool. Like and lighter st- fluid just fell right into his hand. Yeah. Stud. So, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. George Clooney in this is just, Jesus Christ, he's so magical. Yeah. 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 Spank bank material. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's that tri- Something about it. I know. Yeah. So, he ends up, uh, you know, Richie gets up. He shoots the bottles like... Seth instructed him to do. He lights the toilet uh, toilet paper on fire, throws it, 
and Richie goes up and uh, not Richie. I'm sorry. Pete, the counter dude, goes up in flames. <laughs> and and then proceeds to shoot back. And yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. gets While up dying. on fire. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Douse. I mean, dude, he's not even, like, just burning a bit. Yeah, like, he's, he's like, like, completely on like, fire. I guess if you're going to go down a blaze of glory, you might as well just try to shoot a couple motherfuckers before you go out. And then pop some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, then he, and then he's like kind of trembling on the ground. And, he like, and they watch him. They're watching him like while the popcorn's popping. <laughs> and they grab a Texas map. Yeah, because that's what he went for originally. Yeah, he went and just told you got a fucking map. Fucking map, literally Texas, for a map, and that was supposed to be it. See, I'm glad I didn't even and put that in the notes. And that was actually that not was even it. in the end because they go out and they're talking. And the best part about the dialogue is he's they're talking, and the entire gas station is exploding, and it's a normal conversation right. while they're getting to their vehicle. Like right. this is just a normal day for them. Yeah, like, yeah. Doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. So the whole thing, Seth keeps telling um, Richard, like, I'm a professional thief. I'm not a murderer unless like I have, I have to. to. Yeah. yeah. You know? So he's like, they're two different. They're both kind of like in that same vein. Uh, you right. can tell different. You, you can already tell from Clooney and I. What's what the uh, Seth? So from Seth's character, <laughs> he gets his brother out of jail. Um, his brother. It's the other way around, actually. No wait. No. Rich, he, Richie gets Seth out of jail. Oh, Richie got Seth out of jail. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, Seth got yeah. Richie. No, out no, 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 no. So Richie gets Seth out, but the problem that comes is up later Seth. Too. Seth is the completely. Uh, uh, Richie's completely fucked up. That's the problem. And, and it's funny because Seth's the one that comes out of prison, but yet Richie's the one that has all of, like, he has some mental issues, clearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's insane. He's insane. Absolutely and, and insane. Should be locked up. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a psychopath. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. That's what he is. He's a psychopath. And even Seth is like, what the fuck? And he's just noticing this as he gets out. He's like, dude, you're crazy. Completely different characters. So the credits roll, and... Uh, which is like my new favorite song now, Dark Knight by the Blasters. Yeah, that's in the intro. That, yeah. Excellent, excellent. I had to look it up. Uh, and, oh, I did too. But like the soundtrack in this was also excellent. And Steve Ray Vaughn's yeah, also great. in the soundtrack. Yeah. Which comes up, you know, later in the movie, which I've also yep. wrote the notes for. In the bar, right? Yeah, in the, in the titty. Yeah. yeah. So now uh, the credits roll. It's them in the car driving again. And, uh, you know, Seth is just throwing down booze, pills, whatever. Spits and then. on his hand. He's. <laughs> And then Richie's sitting there looking at him through his hand, his hole in his hand still. And then while the car's driving, it shows an outside shot. And there's, you know, it shows like through the trunk almost. And it shows another hostage, mm, which yeah. we've come to find out her name eventually is Gloria. Yeah, I do. I do believe in the beginning he's watching like something on the TV about like two guys come this way. And they said that they took a bank teller hostage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then they yeah. kind of like, yeah, you just see this like translucent picture of the trunk. And you see her just kind of like tied Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they stop, get a motel room, pop the trunk, move the hostage into the room. Rich Richie gives her like this creepy ass stare, and then it delves more deeper into Richie. Yeah, like with just, the newscast, right? Uh, no, no, the newscast is in a few minutes. Um, the newscast comes out when they're in the hotel room. They're not in the room yet. They right. bring her in. No, but he just gives her like when he she's sitting there, you can see him like just like looking at her, and she's not an attractive woman. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, she's also. I, mean, I don't want to talk about this, but you, you know. she's an older woman. Yeah, uh, not very would, attractive. You wouldn't think. I mean, especially whatever for this movie, it wouldn't be Richie's type. I guess you could say, or maybe it is. Who knows? But Richie, I think, just likes all women. Well, and we you find start out, to find the We find out anyway. Richie develops his own. 
plots in his mind of the scenarios that are unfolding in reality are really not reality. <laughs> Which I got written down, baby. We'll talk about that later, too. Guy's so fucked up. <laughs> so, and Seth walks out to go get the money, and Rich gives her another freaking creepy stare. He's just creepy as fuck. And, yeah. and, and I'm going to tell you right now, like, I'm, I'm going to just spoil this. I think Quentin Tarantino in general, like, is the best actor in this movie. Oh. Like, I really do. I just think the way he acts, he plays the creepy role, is fantastic. And he does it throughout the whole fucking thing. He's just a creep the whole way through. Uh, is he acting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that. So, yeah. we're going to... Are we going <laughs> to... I don't want to spoil too much about... Um, we're in the hotel already. You're going to get to the Yeah, scene. we'll get to it. All right, so I'll hold off. But is he really acting? Is the question. Yeah. Because Tarantino might be a little bit of a creep. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, Seth talks about, you know, Seth comes back in the room. He talks about meeting Carlos, Carlos at the border and arranging a rendezvous spot. Then, you know, he's talking about the details of like the percentage of the bank robbery money he's going to give him for sanctuary. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, so Seth gives glory rules, no noise, no questions, or Mr. 44 will make all the noise, basically, is what he yeah. says. Because he, he says he's got six friends and they can run faster than you. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Don't run, threads a shooter, and that's what he says, what you just said, if she doesn't comply. Seth leaves. Alright? He knows how fucked up his brother is, and he fucking leaves. Yep. Leaves her <laughs> to fucking whatever, man. Come sit so, next to me on the bed. Yeah, come, yeah. On, come watch some TV. Come watch some TV. Come on, come, come that's watch my, TV. That's yeah, my next on. line. Come watch some TV. Sorry, we're, we're, we're blown no, no, it's fine, it's fine. You just, you just, you just read my last line, so it's okay. So yeah, she tells me to get out of the bed. That's where I'm at. Then it cuts to a restaurant, and we meet the Fuller family, mm-hmm. which is Harvey Keitel, who plays dad, which is Jacob Fuller, Fuller. Juliet Lewis, who is the daughter, which is Kate Fuller. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't look into the son because I've never seen him in anything else. Uh, never seen him in anything. So else that's Scott Fuller. Though. This is yeah, his claim Scott. to fame. I didn't write his name down because he was irrelevant. Scott Fuller. Do you guys know I actually met Juliet Lewis once? Did you really? Yeah. Well, she, I'm interested. So, on, aside from that, that. This cast was amazing. Excellent. The amount of people Excellent. that they got for this movie, yeah. you know, even when we get to the Tate Twister and stuff, it's crazy. The yeah. amount of yeah. great yeah. actors and actresses they got for this. But go on. I know, she was in a band, right? Yeah, she was in Juliet Lewis and the Licks. Yeah. They Is played she, down in Rhode Island. Are they still together? I believe so. You don't really hear much from them, but she was actually a great front woman. Kind of yeah. heroin out looking, but very good energy. Good energy. Good energy. <laughs> but they played down in Providence, and a old, old, old ex um, was big into her, and then we ended up hanging out like after the show down in Rhode Island oh, or something. So it was kind of cool. And I just want to sit there and watch it. Like I just wanted to ask like questions about this movie and like um, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Like for three hours. How, like, right. She must have been. Is she cool in person? Very cool. Yeah. She. I, I think she. Yeah. She. She was she very did, cool. Very. Is she? So how did she? Do you? Do, I mean, I'm just trying to think of how she got into her career. Is she. Somebody in the family is in Hollywood or something. Uh, as far as acting goes, yeah. I mean, um, I'm not sure to be. I honest mean, she's with a you. child actor technically, she, right? I mean, yeah. She, early teens. Yeah. I from mean, Christmas Vacation. And that came out what late eighties. And she did shit before that. I'm assuming we just yeah. don't know because we were all. She was in California, which was a excellent. Another, movie. Did yeah. you mention that? No, but I'm sorry. I was reading through my notes. So yeah, I didn't, no, it's I didn't fine. Know. I, I'm just thinking. With Brad of her, Pitt. Yeah, excellent, excellent, See, excellent, yeah, excellent I, movie. Julia Lewis was always a great actress, yeah. and she always played those awkward. Her her personality in movies is always like an awkward person. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell happened to her. Uh, she actually was in something I just saw. Yeah, I haven't seen her in years. Yeah, 
I'll look it up in two seconds. Uh, but I'm doing the. Can you actually look up? Yeah, uh, Julie Lewis's IMDb. I'm usually the looker upper, but yeah. we've switched roles. I like so, role playing with you, Marco. So anyway, Jacob, which is Harvey Keitel, which by the way is one of my favorite actors of all time. Oh, he's great. Talks about wanting to get a motel. Obviously, the little foreshadowing. They're going to end up at the same motel. It, it's just obvious <laughs> at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jacob is a pastor, but is questioning God's love since his wife died. And Kate asked, you know, his dad, uh, Jacob, like, what does mommy, what would mommy say? And it's one of my favorite lines of the movie. She's got nothing to say. She's dead. Yeah. And like, it's so basic, but it's such a fucking powerful, great line in that movie, man. Do we ever find out what really happened with the mom? Is it... Is it due to it, the... it, it does, yeah, yeah. It gets into it uh, uh, in a later conversation when, with Seth. When they're in the Winnebago. When they're yeah. in the Winnebago. He starts going through his wall and yeah, asking yeah. questions. Yeah. I'll get to that part. I'll get to that part. So anyway, they're in the restaurant and it cuts the newscast. This is what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's about, you know, past crimes they've committed. Seth robbed a bank in 88, killing two police officers. Then it shows Richie saying he's a bank robber and a sex offender. So now there you go. Now you get the creepy stares at the women. Yeah. It, it, right there. It, it says it right there. He's a sex offender. Yeah. Seth, Seth was at the courthouse and uh, Richard pulled off a daytime escape, which left four more dead. So their death toll, and then it gets into the death toll, is like five Texas Rangers, seven officers, two civilians. I love how they, like, so it's a woman standing in front of, like, the police station. You yeah. see, like, death toll. And it has, like, the numbers kind of changing. It's almost like Death Race 2000, where it's like a yeah, game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the way they told. It's really kind of fucked up. In front of media. Yeah, and and then she asked like the, the um, chief, like, uh, "Do you is this investigation? Since there's so many dead officers, is it going to be personal?" He's like, "You can bet it is." And you know who the chief is? I don't. He's from uh, a million things, but I, I forget his his I forget his name, but he's from Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, he's the FBI. I'm sorry. It's John Saxon. John Saxon. That's oh, it. And who, his... by the way, still looks exactly mm-hmm. the fucking same. The guy doesn't age. No, he doesn't, and that's crazy. Um, yeah, so they think Gloria's dead, so they count her in the death toll. She's not dead yet, but John Saxon uh, says that he's confident they'll catch him within forty-eight hours. Then it cuts back to the motel. This movie just has so many freaking yep. scenes where it just goes back and forth. So I apologize for this. Wait till you're doing it with long 10 thing. characters in a haunted house or a haunted funeral parlor. Oh, this has a lot of characters, man. No, they don't split up, though. Yeah, but it's just a lot of scenes go to different spots. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess me and Doug decided we're going to alternate this uh, job, by the way. <laughs> I like that. Just so like you know. That. Hey, swir- swirl that can around and then add the rest of the pulp in there. Doug's, uh, Doug's having... I, I brought him down some... Uh, he sent me some cash for some sours from the Vale Brewing in Richmond, Virginia, and it looks like he's drinking pretty much a, a berry smoothie. I want to, I want a sip of that too. Yeah, actually. you gotta try that. Yeah, you need a sip of that. You want this in and around your mouth here? No, you take the first sip though. You got to take the first sip. Nope, you do it. Why? I got first sip. It's yours, bro. Just have a fucking sip. All right, so Ma, I believe. Was the movie you're thinking about? Julie Absolutely, Lewis, that, yeah. I think it came out 2017. Uh, no, no, it came out this year. This year. This year. Yeah. This year. I actually just watched it uh, not too long ago. That's why I'm, have, you know, I'm surprised I actually didn't yeah. think of it. 
Um, was that any good, by the way? Like it was okay. okay. It, I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's worth a watch. It wasn't bad as uh, Spitted Your Grave 2019, which is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Mm. We should just do a whole podcast just on bad shit or shit that we've seen that's like just like yes or no, not getting into right. it. Just kind of giving Wait, like spit on your grave. Yeah, they came out with a new one with the original lady in it. Oh, I, I mean, that. I liked the original. I spit on your grave. Well, actually, wait. The remake which, was good too. Yeah, the remake was good too. The remake was good. The original. Those were like the original grind. That was part of Grindhouse. Oh, was it really? Yes, that's interesting. I, I did not know that. Part of the whole Grindhouse, not the Quentin Tarantino Grindhouse. Like I love those two movies, but mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino wanted to bring back gr- Grindhouse films. That one of I spit in your grave is an original like grindhouse film that you wouldn't be able to really see there's a bunch of them dude what a fucking crazy movie that there is, is. The, uh, 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 She-Wolf of the S like, oh yeah oh, no. that, Ilsa, a real, Ilsa, Ilsa. Ilsa. Oh, that, that is a real grindhouse yeah, movie that's, I've watched it on YouTube it's fucked up yeah. yeah it is supposed to be really fucked up and I've never seen it that's one of those oh, movies dude. I've always wanted to watch oh my god it's, it's, it's fucked so up so there's a hardcore band called Murphy's Law and I know you know Murphy's Law but mm-hmm. they have a song called Ilsa and it's Perfect. about that movie yeah that which movie is pretty fantastic you have to watch it so anyway, Seth returns back to the motel, says they have to get into Mexico tonight. He notices Gloria's not in her chair, because I didn't mention, but they he told her to stay in the chair. Yeah. So she's not in her chair. Richard uh, points at the bathroom and says she's in there. Seth, now this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie too. Seth, like all you see is his face just staring and it's almost like subliminally, but not quite subliminally because you see it. Like spliced. You, yeah, it's like spliced. You see like the bloody sheet like while he's staring at it, but it just appears on the screen real fast. Yeah, well, yeah, it keeps, um, uh, what the hell is the term for it? It's um, Yeah, I'm not sure on the term. Uh, w- when you add something in, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. When you, so it's, yeah, sublim- it's just subliminal messaging. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we and that's all about they do that with quick the, flashes like, of blood sheets. With the exorcist, I think we had talked about that. They had like... Quick flash, you know, on the millimeter film of like the one thing we skipped shit. was the fact that we know Quentin Tarantino is a creep, but the whole foot fetish. Unless you covered that, I can no, that actually it. doesn't come up till later. No, I'm talking on the bed. He said she gets on the bed. Oh, maybe before yeah. he kills her, she gets on the bed and he goes, "Yeah, get next to me in, in the bed." And and she's like, you know, like doesn't say anything. Just like in her eye, you can see her eyes roll. Like, okay, this guy's fucking weird. But she she puts her feet up on the bed. And he goes, "No, no, no, take your shoes off." Oh, see, I didn't even notice that. Because he has part. a foot fetish in reality. No, yeah, I know, I know, because that comes up later. No, 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 like, take, you see it later, too. He goes, too. Take, yeah. take your shoes off, and then he looks at her feet. I just didn't notice. He, I he did looks, not notice. He looks at the TV, and he looks at her feet. Did you notice that? No. Yeah, I didn't even notice it that part. I noticed off. it in the later part. Yeah, like, but I didn't, later I didn't part. notice it there. That's awesome, though. That's a great great pickup that I did not pick up. And so, basically, he's, look, he's looking in shock. And then he turns to Richie and says... What the fuck is wrong with you, pretty much? I think he says, what the hell, but I would <laughs> yeah, say fuck. Yeah. And uh, Richard says, uh, he, he basically, I messed up, you know, <laughs> you know, and while they were talking, oh, all right, I already said that part, I'm sorry. Richard uh, says she tried to escape. Yeah. Even though he says, first he says, I messed up, and then he changes the story, so she tried to escape. bullshit as with the gas station. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you, Seth turns away for a minute or two, and then you get the same fucking bullshit, it's... Oh yeah, this guy. This guy uh, was whispering to the sheriff, or the the statey, whatever. And then with this one, oh, when you left, she went crazy, man. When you left, she went crazy right away. She just went nuts. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and he sets like bullshit. He yeah. was like, before he goes, she wouldn't have fucking hurt a fly or whatever. She wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. He he knows by now his brother is kind of fucking nuts. Del- delusional. Oh, of course delusional. he knows. Yeah. But so, then he's kind of sorry. One thing. Yeah, he, go ahead. He just kind of has his head against the wall. He's pretty much yeah. dreaming, man. Like you said. And then Put he's like. 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and they just saying it for keep me. cutting him off, man. It's no, you're saying it for me. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's um, I don't have to say it. He, uh, you, you can tell he's upset with them, but he's still his brother, and like he loves them. Right. And he, and he kind of just says, "Look, tonight or tomorrow we'll be in Mexico. It's like, I'll be forgiven, and we'll fucking start fresh." It'll be all there. rosemary, hard liquor, rice, and beans, where none of this is going to matter. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. exact line he says. That's a great line. But dude. the thing about it is, like he he like yells at him, saying he's a thief and he kills when he has to. That's when he actually mentions that. Oh, that yeah. That's like, actually because you said it early, but he actually mentions it right there. And then he, that's when he bashes his head and says, "I don't rape women." And that's what he says. And obviously, so now you find out that Richard or yeah, Richie Richie's. or whatever. He said they call him different things throughout the movie. Yeah, he's a fucking... He's a rapist. He's a rapist. Obviously. And it did mention that he's a sex offender in the newscast earlier, yeah. too. Yeah. So now it cuts back to the Fullers. See, this is what I'm talking about. A lot of, a lot of back and forth action. And they end up at the same motel. <laughs> Kate is not happy about it. They don't have a pool. <laughs> they almost run over Seth in the parking lot, actually, pulling in, right? I love it. He's drinking a beer and he's just like, yep. his, you can just see in his head out. looking at them and like, ding, light bulb went off. Yeah. Like, I know how we're getting to Mexico. And then she's like, what's this dude's problem, Jacob? You know, Harvey Keitel says, no idea. Seth walks away. And then, I'll, you know, it cuts to, what's that one? What do we got? This is that uh, two year anniversary. This is their, the double agent that I was talking about. Sorry, we're talking about beer right now, but this is the two year. You, you just want to take a sip of it? The two-year, 9% oh, wow. from Kettlehead. Double agent. That's right. If you want any Kettlehead beer shipped to you, you'll have to get in touch with Vintage Burn Podcast. Oh, that's good. For, for a double shipping fee, you can have any beer you want. Unless you're and in I, Massachusetts, because Massachusetts sucks. You're not allowed to get the liquor delivered to your house. Extra tax uh, can. What, through mail? Yeah. I mean, the liver, liquor stores deliver. Some of them. Yeah, but through, like, Woody's. through, through mail you can't. I mean, that's different. They Woody's like Wangs and, and uh, Peenies. Oh, Cock Block. The Cock Block. The Cock Block. Wait, there's a place called Woody's Wangs? No, 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 no. no, no. Three different it's, places. it's three companies. I actually worked at one of them. So where? Woody's Wangs and... That's pretty <laughs> funny. What's the third one? Peenies. Uh, Peenies, Woody's. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, they <laughs> the Cock Block. It's called the Cock Block. I worked at Peenies Pizza. Yeah. That is hilarious. They when did I was that. younger, they yeah. They fucking did that. I hope they did. They, no, there's no way. Come on. Too much of a coincidence? There's, yeah. Well, no, this is probably, I'm honestly, I'm, this is probably one of their best IPAs. She doesn't want to be involved. So anyway, <laughs> it cuts to Jacob sleeping. And a loud knock. Until we get to the twitty t- titty twister, oh, she yeah. might want to be involved. And that's like on page like nine, dude. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. And anyway. The t- might be a two-part podcast. He wakes Come up, on. he looks surprised. His son is playing guitar with headphones on, so he, he's yeah. not hearing the knock. He's like, oh, you know what's going on, whatever. I hope basically. this isn't bothering you. So, he opens man. the door. Oh, actually, the guy says, we need your ice bucket, or I need a favor. And it's Richie when he opens the door. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, our room doesn't have an ice bucket. Can we borrow yours? Which, I don't know why they wouldn't just go to the fucking front desk to right. ask for an ice bucket. Right. right there would have been like a red flag. And then uh, Richard, draw, you know, Richard draws a gun. Then Seth walks up and says it's... Uh, oh, hold on. And, but, but, but I just lost my track here. I did what Doug usually does. Anyway, so basically they tell him, we're going to fucking take your family, RV, and yep. we're going to fucking Mexico. We're going to Mexico. You're going to you're gonna take us there, and then we'll figure out what we do with you after. We're not going to hurt you. We're going to keep... We're going to make sure that you get us across the border, and then we'll we'll just part ways probably amicably after. Yeah, basically he says, if you, they don't comply, he'll execute them all. That's what he sure. says. Puts on the tough yeah. guy act. Of, and obviously we know what they're capable of, so we know they're really not bullshitting. No. 
So anyway, on the way to Mexico. So now this is what you were talking about earlier, Doug. Seth and Jacob are having a you know a talk. He's going through Jacob's wallet. Yeah. And he sees a picture of his wife, and he's like, "Oh, what happened to her?" Whatever. And uh, that's when he talks about it was a rainy night. She got into a car accident. And uh, wrecked it. And actually, that's what you mentioned, actually. Yeah, I mentioned it because I'm wondering yeah. if there was more that we never got to. Because he's no longer a God-fearing man and everything like that. And, and I believe he's a preacher. That, yeah, that's part of the reason, I believe. I, I think part of the reason is that. But I didn't know if there was more to it. Was he with... I mean, he said she got into a car wreck, but was he with her? And he didn't put himself in that. I just... I felt like... I don't know. Maybe I was looking more into Harvey Keitel's character. But I was thinking he was... Uh, he had an alcohol problem. Was a preacher whatever had a fight with his wife and he was pretty much the reason why she died in the car wreck but i think i was looking more into it they just didn't explain beyond that and maybe that's why he was not a god-fearing man anymore because he lost his wife and he had done everything right to follow his religion and he still got fucked right and so that maybe that's it yeah and that leads into richie in the back now with the kids scott and kate and now this is where you see him staring directly at her feet, looking her up and down. Yeah. But it shows her feet, right? And then it cuts to his face again. It shows him staring at her feet once again. Yeah. Then it cuts to him again. Then it shows her hands. Yeah. Then it cuts again. Then it shows her face. Go ahead. Um, they couldn't use like stunt hands and feet. Like she has gross hands and feet. I'm not gonna Who, lie. Yeah, I'm not a big. She's got like hairy. T- I'm not a mentor, a hand person, but like. They weren't like these like supple like sexy feet. They were like they looked like a fourteen year old hairy like awkward teen. I mean, I never thought Julia Lewis was that sexy in general. She's not. You know, like I mean, she's very just in this movie though. She's very girls next door. Like this is probably her best role. Like if you're gonna look at her as a sexual figure, that was that her role. This defined her as that. But other than that, I mean, we know wasn't she in Gilbert Grape too? She was. Yeah, man, uh-huh. she is definitely not. Yeah, and she was in that movie that uh, she dates uh, Giovanni Rabisi there, yeah, and they're both that, that Down syndrome. She's less than a yeah. Um, and there, he's like loves marching band music. The oh, other yeah. sister or something. Yeah, like that. that was a great movie. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie actually. I agree. No, and that dude, he rocked. He killed it. Like they both played yeah. people. With, you couldn't do that anymore. They would just get people with Down syndrome. Down syndrome, but yeah. they they fucking killed it. Like when they came out with um, what was it? Dane Cook's um. Oh no no, J- no. Johnny Knoxville, the ringer, the, the ringer. Yeah, yeah, they had to like try to get permission for oh. the Special Olympics and like all these foundations that, that caused, they get sued. Yeah, caused oh, a lot of trouble. He had to go no, through. No, hold on, though. he has he he is he has mental issues, right? <laughs> I mean, he yeah, but not Down syndrome. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, he's, yes. yeah, I mean, he's crazy. He's fucked uh, up, isn't he? He had to go through all the hoops. No, I get so it, when I he get put it. the movie out, you know. So yeah, you're right. This day and age, I mean, he just but shit. he he definitely he has the appearance um, down very well. Good for him. You say as the appearance. Oh yeah, as you did that. Good for him. So while that's going on. Uh, Seth actually notices that he's staring her up and down, and they, you know, Richie's starting to have a conversation with them. So Seth is telling him to leave the kids alone, but what Richie hears, what you're talking about, is imagination. Yeah, yeah in his mind. What is not reality? Yeah. It's his It's his in his reality. head. He sees Julia look Lewis, and she's like, Oh, can you do me a favor and eat my pussy? And that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, I mean, straight up. <laughs> they, I, I don't. And then Seth cuts it off real you quick. You know me. I'm easy. Yeah. Seth cuts it off. It's like, hey, no talk. Leave the girl. Because Seth knows he's fucking nuts. That, that scene actually happened in the hotel room when she said the, the pee thing. The what? The pee thing. 
No, it doesn't. It happens in the RV. No, because then he's like, uh, did, did you want to do that oh, thing you were right. talking about earlier? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Absolutely. And that's that's where I'm actually at in the notes. Is, uh, <laughs> he asked her if she meant what she said in the room. She responds, like, yeah, okay. looks, she looks confused, I should say. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah we okay. all are. Yeah, he's, we all are. <laughs> and then he says he'd be happy to do it. She says, do what? Still confused. <laughs> She's like, fucking... And, and that's a good... Uh, like, honestly, Juliette Lewis just always looks confused to me. So, <laughs> you know, I don't mean to, you know, down her. But she definitely... I say always, that to my wife all the time. And she has no idea what I'm talking about. She always just gives me that look like, um, what? Did you say something? Yeah. Do like, you, you like, just ask, didn't you just ask me something? Like the dinosaur from Jurassic Park with the tilted head. Like, yeah. Oh. So, and, and I did skip a few paragraphs. I actually lost track of where I was. But, uh, it's so... too busy thinking about Juliet Lewis asking you to eat her up. I guess so. That's maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh... There's a lady present. <laughs> also, no, Lolo's here. No, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. And then, actually, I, I, I skipped a couple paragraphs. But that's what he says. Watch the kids not talk to him. And Richie whispers to her. It's like... We'll talk later. You know, grown women have needs too, Doug. Brown, can you say pussy? <laughs> wow. The P word? The, yeah, the P word. Wow, that was great. Yeah. She just showed you. I guess I'm a big old pussy. Oh, uh, you're, you're getting store because pussy talk is coming pretty shortly. Don't you yeah. worry. It's coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up soon. So, hey, they're at the border now. They put Kate in the bathroom. Uh, well, they take Kate in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, the brothers. And threaten to kill her if she says anything to Border Patrol, whatever. Scott asks, you know, when they start talking to the Border guy, Cheech. Yeah. Or what, Cheech's about to come up. I apologize. Scott asks, what are we going to do? Jacob's like, we're going to get over the border. Scott says, we have to tell them about it. And he's like, no, we don't. They're going, and then uh, Scott's basically like, you know, they're going to kill us anyway. So Scott's actually thinking pretty smartly. I mean, his sister might die in the bathroom. But he's, you know, looking out for his own. Right. You know? Yeah. He's a bitch, Whatever. So here comes Cheech. I love <coughs> Cheech. I'm sorry if that's going to come out crackly because I fucking yelled. But um, he's the border dude. And uh, Richie. Uh, oh, yeah, and then the bathroom. So basically, uh, Seth tells Richie to stop acting like a nut. Yeah. And then that leads to this whole fucking argument yeah. of, like, you call me a nut, he starts getting loud. So and Seth clocks him. With a he, he clocks him with a gun, right? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right he, the, like, backhands yeah, right him with the gun, yeah. Boom, knocks him out cold. Right. But, like, and that's where, like, Cheech basically hears what's going on. Even though I think he might have heard right before, like, there's, like, a bump. Or was that where, where he no, heard he, he tells him that it's only him and his son traveling on vacation. Right, right. And then all of a sudden you hear, like, a thunk in the back. of like, what's that? And he's like, oh, my daughter's in. too. And I, yeah, the, the, the best part. just you and your son. <laughs> he's like, I'm coming aboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, then he Goes comes in. in. Opens the door. Juliette Lewis is sitting there. On the toilet, covering her privates with her panties pulled down, and she's just like, "I want some fucking privacy. Lo- shut the door." And of course, he as Cheech is shutting the door, he's got the smirk on his face when he's looking at her. He sh- yeah. she shuts the door. Shuts the door. I don't know, yeah, can't you can do this, but kind of staring down as he shuts. The yeah, door, exactly. Like... You got Richie and Seth, you know, like in the corner of the shower. I think Seth is still passed out. I think he's not well, Seth. I think no, Richie. Richie's Richie, 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 yeah. yeah. Richie, Richie passed out. And Seth's kind of holding him up in the shower. Yeah, and then and then you know so. So whatever, they're cleared to go through and Richie is passed out, gets woken up by Seth and Seth is just like uh, telling him like, hey Richie, wake up, guess what buddy? And he's like, we're in Mexico, we're free. 
And, so, and he's like, oh, what happened? He's like, oh, you pa- I think you passed out. Yeah, you, I hit your head or something, and you, you just you blacked out. One. So there's one little thing right after they go through the border. It's probably my second favorite line in this movie where um, Seth goes up to Scott and grabs his face, and he's like, we made it. We're in Mexico, you little fucking piece of shit, and just walks away. It's just something about it. It's just the way he says it. He's like, it's great. He's like, he's trying to be happy, but he's like a badass at the same time. Well, I think everyone hates Scott for the most part. Well, Scott's a dick. He's yeah. like the Roger of this movie, like from Night of the Demons. He's like the bitchy, whiny. Is he? I don't know. I, just... I don't know, man. I think at the beginning, yeah, but I think by the end, he he, uh, he does all right. I feel bad for him. I do, too. To an extent. I mean, I feel bad for everybody, but that'll be in my wrap-up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for everybody. <laughs> so they arrive, uh, actually, he gives them directions, tell hey, Jacob, take two lefts, three lefts, whatever. So they arrive at the Titty Twister, and you meet Chet Pussy. Pussy's out there. You just heard what he says. And they walk up to the door. And uh, Chet Pussy spots Kate and says, Now we have a new flavor. Apple pie pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Apple pie pussy. Yeah, then Seth commences to break his hand and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then Richie, of course, beats him. What's up with the eyebrows? I love how they had to, like, hide Cheech and, like, you know, so, so that was the thing. I would ask you guys, I'm like, I thought he only did two characters. I forgot he was the... The, yeah, um, yeah, in the last like ten seconds, the border yeah, patrol officer. Pretty much the last, I, like, I just forgot yeah. about it, and then I forgot. That I think that was it. I, I, I think for me, I forgot he was border patrol. I knew he was this dude, and I knew he was at the end of the movie, but I forgot that he was the guy that came on. Yeah, the that's bus, the most iconic, which is great uh, character frame in this one. Yeah, check. Yeah. Oh, I'd say check pussy. Oh, it is. Yeah. But what's up with the eyebrows, man? He's got some caterpillars going on that one. <laughs> that was that they were trying to hide. They're like, oh, you can't tell it's Cheech, and he's just like. <laughs> In the Fu Manchu beard. Yeah, yeah, he's got it all. But yeah, so Seth kicks his ass, breaks his hand, beats the shit out of him, breaks his nose, we found out eventually. Yeah, then Richie has to come over and do the fucking, like, uh... Beat him while he's down. Yeah, but it was, it was what I loved, it was, like, very kung fu movie style, like, mm-hmm. like, he kept doing it repeatedly in that style for no reason. Um, yeah, and that was pretty much it, and they walk in. Yeah. And then, uh... Just did it twisted, the, man. There's boobies everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> All over the place is boobies All now. kinds of boobies. So Titty Twister is basically like a strip club, uh, like slash biker trucker bar. Yeah. As it gets explained in a In Mexico. Bit. In I Mexico. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all you need to know. So they walk up to the bar, and the bartender is actually one of my favorite cool bit actors, Danny Trejo. Yeah. 
and super young. I and mean, super young. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. He looks. He actually looks pretty good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he looks pretty beat up in like yeah. more modern stuff, like machete and all that bullshit. Yeah, fa- you know, and that's not even that far far after. It's but like he's 10 always years later. been built the same. But his face now, he's got like a soup sandwich face going. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one, I'm like, he's well put together, man. The face just yeah. is intact with the he, body, but like the body looks the same on him, but his face. He's is, razor blade Charlie, man. Yeah. Razor Charlie, man. He's no Razor Blade. He's Razor. You're razor not welcome Char- razor in this Charlie, bar, yeah. man. You can only be a biker or a truck driver. But that's after he lets him have a shot. Yeah. You notice that? So I can actually... Uh... Which is great because then um, our pastor... Uh, I forget the pastor's name. Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel was like, I have an RV out front. So that makes me a truck driver, and these are all my friends. And there was just like this awkward moment, and um, you know, between the bartender and some other random dude who was giving them shit to kick them out. Well, the which big would wolf. have been the best part. They should have been kicked out of the fucking bar, or none of this shit would have happened. Probably would have saved their lives. Would have saved. But don't you think they would want to have random people? Now knowing no, knowing now what you know, what it is, don't you think they would want random fucking people to come in? I would think so. Yeah, it is weird that they're like, no, you can only be one of these two things. Maybe that's because that's been there. That's how they've made money. And yeah, and and they steal. uh, Well, cargo. I don't want to like cargo. I don't really want to like. That's like I don't want to jump the gun. I mean, I don't want to really jump the gun. gun, But that's their thing. That is their thing. That's the reason. You think anybody? Blood is blood. You know. You think anybody that can get in through the door? Yeah. But you know, the the fact is, we don't even know what type of movie this is yet. We haven't even discovered that yet. <laughs> it's still an action flick right now. It's just an action, like, crime drama. Yeah, you're right. It's not you know? horror at all. It's, it's yeah, not horror it's, yet. not sure yet. It turns into horror. So, so that he keeps them... So then, so then after that, they're like, all right, cool, let's do some shots. And now, you know, Seth is like, all right, well, let's let's go hang out at a table, bring us some food. And he's... Um, Danny Trejo, I love He's like, we have the best food in Mexico, man. And he's like, yeah, I doubt that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, just bring us a shit over to the table, and um, we'll order. So Seth basically kicks a fucking guy right out of a chair, and then very he takes, western, very western, best, very yeah, western, very western. And there's a there's a stripper, a beautiful stripper, dancing on the fucking table. He tells, eh, get the fuck out of here. He takes her hand, tells her to get the fuck out. They sit, and then my awkward hair face doppelganger <laughs> shows up. Next scene, Tom Savini. Who plays Sex Machine? Machine. That's his name in the fucking movie. I I am Sex Machine. He even introduced himself. I love Tom Savini. So do I. And and uh, when I was growing out my hair last time, you know, when I had long hair, I was starting to grow out. Doug, when it was like an awkward phase, would always say, "I, I look like see Tom you got Savini. the Savini, dude. Yeah. You do got the Savini yeah, going. Always, Marco's got the Savini, the Rasputin, depending Rasputin, on what's yeah. going on yeah. with his hair. So that's why I put that in there. My awkward <laughs> hair phase doppelganger, Tom Savini. So anyway, he, it shows him. He takes a fucking whip. This guy just randomly sits down. He fucking takes a whip. He wraps the dude's beer. Takes it. Steals it. The dude pulls out. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, too. The dude pulls out a little switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Tom Savini, it, 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 like the camera angles onto his junk area. And he has like this like cod piece. And the cod piece flop, flops over. And it's like a gun. With two barrels that look like cocking balls. <laughs> and he's like, fuck with me. Yeah. You know, fuck with me. And it's the dude very, just it, like, nah, I'm done. It was like modern day Western. That was the best part. It's like, yeah, that's the feel you get. So sure. I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was Rodriguez or Tarantino, but they managed to just like pull in 
you know, Western style uh, um, a movie into modern day mixing it with, with the guns and... Yeah, like no yeah. rules. You can beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. There's no repercussions. It's just like the Wild West. And obviously with the best character with Sex Machine, he's obviously going to have a pistol that looks like a dick. Right. And, <laughs> and the thing about it too is like I would have liked to have been a fly on the fucking wall. With Rodriguez and Tarantino just talking, yeah, because be Rodriguez cool, did Desperado, which I think is a fantastic. Oh movie. my god, we I love you know, that. and then you know everybody here, I'm pretty sure loves Quentin Tarantino. I love Quentin Tarantino. Like that dude, he's he's the best generation, like best director yes, of this generation. Yes. I'm still by waiting. Far. I still want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen it yet. I'm either. just gonna buy it because yeah. I are, that's how confident I am. It doesn't matter what he does, I'm gonna buy it. I always buy everything Tarantino does, even if he's a creepy foot fetish fuck. <laughs> so it uh, goes back to the Gecko's table after we meet Sex Machine. And uh, Seth is uh, trying to convince like Jacob to have a drink with him. He refuses him. Uh, and he asks Jacob if it's a religious thing. He says, I drink, but not today. Yeah. So he actually convinces Kate. Juliette Lewis, Kate to drink. Yeah, she, her and Scott, they're like, fuck well, it. At first, yeah. well, at first Scott, it's just Kate. Fucking bitch Scott. Yeah, bitch Scott pitches <laughs> out on the first shot. But once Kate does it, he gets involved on the second shot. And, um, oh, and I forgot to mention, actually, this is kind of important uh, in the movie. Uh, when they first walk into the bar, I got to backtrack here. When Seth, uh, when Razor Charlie tells Seth they're not welcome here, there's a bouncer. Or like oh. this big guy that comes up and looking motherfucker. Yeah, that puts his flannel. hand on Seth's Seth's uh, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And whatever, and he gets you know. So this part leads into him like when he's done, um, uh, when they're drinking. Jacob asks, he says, "Hey, why are you so like upset or whatever?" I can't remember the exact words. He's like, uh, "God damn it!" He says, "That's not what he said." No, he yeah. says he's oh, going. He's mad at the bouncer. He's going to finish the bottle and bust it over his melon head. His melon head. I love and then this is when I noticed like Steve Ray Vaughn is on in the background. Yeah, and I love Steve, Steve Ray. Ray. Do you man. really? Oh yeah. I didn't know you did. Oh dude, I, I could I watch Stevie Ray like live all the time like no on YouTube shit. and stuff. Oh man, he's like the best live performer I think I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, wow. And then it keeps showing some black I didn't know dude. Marco had the blues. Oh yeah, Steve Ray. I love it since he was like like seriously maybe 13, 14 years old. It's funny that the barbershop that I'm working with they play Stevie Ray like. Pretty much all day. There's just like random tunes that are mixed in. It's it is good. He's dude. He's one of those blues artists. You make you either know or you don't know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a shame. Or you play Guitar Hero. <laughs> so it keeps showing a black. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So it keeps showing a black dude smoking a cigar, and obviously foreshadowing for a future character that's going to be involved. And it is John Williamson. He's been in other movies. Uh, Dead Racer Charlie gets on the microphone and introduces. My personal favorite woman in movies, Salma Hayek. She's your favorite, really? Oh, I fucking love Salma Hayek. Well, I mean, what's? Uh, she she is, still looks good to this day. She's, she's a stunning, smoke show, though. man. She's stunning in that movie. Stunning. Is she actually Mexican? Yes, I yeah, believe so. I believe is. so. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, fucking. Was say this she her? Or I mean, this was her. This was Desperado, obviously not her first uh, American film, or maybe it was. Like oh, a it, major you know what? It's got to be pretty close. Uh, did Desperado come up before this? It did, but Desperado... Yeah, Desperado might be her first American. I'm yeah, not really sure, though. She really was. I'll be she, honest, was in, so, she was in Dogma. The new, she was in Dogma. So, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys actually watched the, the new um, Dust Till Dawn series. Not at all, actually. I didn't watch the whole thing. Is it good? It's good. Uh, they play more on the characters. They go deeper with Richie. Richie... 
it's not like Richie just dies up for, like that's not Richie's character in that movie. Okay, so it's actually based on the actual characters in this movie. Yeah. Oh, it, I had no it, idea. It continues okay. to play out within that whole and I know we're gonna go deeper into this. This is no fucking we're not spoiling anything. <clears throat> it continues to go deeper into the whole Mayan pyramid of where they are. It goes oh. deeper into it. They try to actually go deeper into the whole concept of of the bar and what's going on in its um um I, I want to say Eliza Gonzalez or um I, her name's super long her first name but it's uh they call her Eliza Gonzalez she's man I don't know she gives she gives Selma a run for her money as her character okay. and she also is a main character in the show they don't she she just lasts much longer but if you guys got you guys got to see her she's just one quick question. Else. Did these? Does the series pick up after the three sequels, or does it pick up after no, the, no, the no, first one? No, 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 dude, it completely. It it it's it starts. Yeah. From, oh, so it starts. It starts from from the movie. Okay. It it basically picks up in the movie. It disregards all of the shitty sequels. It's just it's so okay. interesting, like that that they can make this movie into a series. It like, didn't last long. It only lasts a couple seasons. Oh, oh right. so it's it's all yeah, done. Oh, it's done. Oh, okay. it is oh, done. Okay. It's done. Okay. I saw that they had three. I didn't know if it was. Like, it's done. Yeah. No, it did not. Some of the best dove deeper into the original story. Basically, they were like, "Yeah, fucking disregard the sequels, and we're gonna go into the story." But the character, like Selma's character, they picked. Uh, she's my she's my number one. Yeah, we 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 about to get crazy up in this bitch. Yeah, but Selma in this one, I mean, you're not wrong. Man. Oh, she's just beautiful. She was in a Mexican in general. She's just. She I, she's she's always been one of my favorite, and I, I and I I love in grown ups like, too. I mean, in I, I never even—I never seen oh, grown she's, ups. She's the she's Adam Sandler's wife yeah. in grown ups. Dude. Oh, she's, I had no idea. Was that a man's ass? Up. She's a smoke show. Yeah, I've never she's seen the, grown ups. Those are pretty good, especially living in around here because a lot of uh... oh, they shoot right down the street. Yeah. Like, so, like, uh, actually, I'll give you a quick little fucking story. I used to work for a transportation company. I won't name names, but we actually had an account to pick up grown ups to staff. Mm. So we were literally picking them up. It was like, and we worked the for that account name was like grown ups too. No, <laughs> and we worked for that's my boy too. So a lot of Sandler flicks we worked for. And then we worked for a German company that does TV fucking movies or whatever. TV movies? Yeah, this dude. But he, he, TV movies. They used our cars in the movie and shit. It was yeah. crazy. Hey, but anyway, good, hey? black guy smoking a cigar. That's where I was. Then Razor Charlie, Danny Trejo, who the rules, uh, gets on the mic and introduces Satanica Pandemonium by saying... By your head and kneel to the most sinister woman on this earth. He meant bow, stage. not buy. You don't have to buy. Did I say buy? Bow. 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 That's my new stage your name, head. by the way. Satanic Pandemonium is my new stage Satanica. name. Satanica. Oh, sorry. Well, I'd be Satanica. I'd be Satanico <laughs> Pandemonium. Or Satanico. It could be Satanico. Well, but it's I think it's Satanica. probably, yeah, because it's a girl. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. feminine. I would say so. And then Except she does this fucking great dope. Dance. And yeah. I hate to say dope, but I, my roommate says dope all the time. So he's fucking fucking with me here. But yeah, it's pretty gay. But uh, <laughs> and the dance with the snake and the flames is fucking dope, man. That's just such great. a great scene. But dude. I, I love the magic of it when she like so she has the she has the cape shot and then she opens it and she has this massive what is it python? Yeah. Yes. Like around her neck, randomly. It's like a Burmese like, python. Oh, magic! Yeah. Like great. And that's the thing. The whole crowd, they're like, so the the difference is, look, you're in a strip club. Nobody has none of the women have their tops on, and then she comes out and she has. You know, yeah, a bikini, yeah. and they're all like, "Well, what the fuck? Like, what's so special about her?" And then she, she starts to dance, and that's when it becomes magical. And you're like, "Wow, she doesn't have to be topless 
to be, you know, amazing and erotic, although it would have probably have been better. But of course know. it would have been better. But you know, I'm gonna say I mean, <laughs> we, got, we got nods going on. It's Selma so, Hayek. Yeah. It is Selma Hayek. So at this point, we are one hour into the movie, and you still do not know that it is a horror flick. If nope. you if you had no, no nothing idea. going into this, you are legit. One it's like one point something minutes after her dance. Just a crime movie. It's just a crime, good action. It's been twenty years movie. and I still don't know if it's a horror movie. No, <laughs> it's fucking great dialogue. It is. It's it, definitely it, horror. Dude, there's so many good one liners too. We could we could do a, a whole we, I was gonna we do like a four hour fucking podcast oh. on the synopsis on the one liners, you know. There, there's so much detail on this one. Honestly, like just because of the dialogue in this movie alone, this podcast could be three fucking hours. Yeah. And, and beer. In beer. You know, in beer. But anyway, she uh spots Richie staring at her again you know richie again fucking with his creepy stare so she kind of walks towards him across the tables starts dancing right in front of richie yeah you know uh she takes the bottle which which is actually another one of my favorite things she takes the bottle of whatever she's drinking she pours it kind of like down her leg and it runs like up her feet and she sticks her toes right into richie's mouth which also leads into his foot fetish his foot fetish and he must have requested that. No, she just kind of went for it, man. You think so? Like, she just saw it. She knows. You guys, last time you talked to Selma, she was like, dude, when I did that scene, <laughs> Marco, I just went for it. I just... Oh, you talk about it like Quentin Tarantino possibly being a yeah, creep in real life. Yeah, like, like, no, I, I really you, I think I he you. was like, so here's what yeah. I want you to do. I'm going to want you to come down with the bottle, and I want you to stick it. I want you to put your foot right in my mouth, and I'm you're just gonna leak that liquid right down into my mouth. I'm more concerned about that big toe. Make sure you put, Make sure it, right you put it right into in. my mouth. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe. I, I just I can see him saying that. I don't even know the guy, but and and it's funny. My next accurate. My next line on my notes is, you know, he's in heaven. You yeah. know, he's in. I'm not heaven. even sure this movie was about anything else other than Quentin Tarantino's fucking fetishes. <laughs> this is probably. Yeah, I mean, he did do I'm the screenplay. I'm gonna Hayek's big toe in my mouth. And you know, do you think he was actually like the original actor? And then they they casted they casted Selma Hayek, and he's like, I could have her feet in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, they had to re-record the whole movie just so he could have that scene shot. No, 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 maybe it's a of all his films. No, this, do it again. Do it this again. Is, this do is it. his longest. Do it again. His longest character, right? Aside, oh, yeah. aside from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, and even Reservoir Dogs. I don't. I mean, he doesn't. He's not like. I mean, he's in the movie, but it's not like he has a million lines in it. This is like his this is prime, it. Like oh yeah, he's yeah, an actual, yeah. yeah, I would say so. And yeah. then you know, Pulp Fiction's one of my favorite. But oh my god, yeah. you know the the coffee pot. I don't want to yeah, say the word, I but I love that scene. God damn it, dude! That creeper. He's such a good dude. Yeah. We, we've all been waiting. <laughs> we've all been waiting for him. I'm like, I'm like, it, we, it's funny because uh, we were watching um, Lauren and I. We get so we got Apple TV Plus for free for a year because we bought the new phone, Doug, because we need a new phone. So it came free with our uh, our new phone. So. There's a new a new show called Good Morning Show, and basically it's just like the whole show. The premise is like it's talking about, um, and trust me, this ties into what we're talking about. It's just about um, sexual harassment, and oh, he does look like a creeper. Doug's showing us a photo of Quentin Tarantino, and he does. He looks creepy. He looks like a grandmother. He's a fucking genius, though. He looks like that. Aunt but you can but tell the but the whole premise of the show is one of the dudes. Uh, um, Steve Carell's character is a sexual predator, so they assume, and they don't know. It's cool because there's two sides of it. There's the there's the public side where everyone's like he was a sexual predator, and then here's his side where he's like I fucked a bunch of women on my set that had no problem with it. I'm not a sexual predator. Stop calling me that. The whole point is, Quentin Tarantino. We don't obviously know that he is, 
but he's so creepy in all of his movies when he does shit like that that hints towards his like fetishes on set that I'm like I've been waiting I'm like please don't be a sexual predator please don't be a sexual predator I'm like I, hashtag I don't want not to me stop. too hashtag not yeah. me too I'm like please don't stop making movies because yeah. he's so awesome at what he does and he hasn't he hasn't thank God it's just feet you know like, and we don't even know he's actually into feet we're just assuming. He's I mean, no, 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 in this no, role, no, no, he's no, really no. I'm feet. pretty sure if you Google that shit, Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. Okay. Yeah, man. That's right. a, I think that's a thing. Yeah, maybe he just put his real life into the character. And that's not a problem. It's fine. I mean, it's not a problem. Some people love feet. As long as it's... I don't like I will, feet stuff. I will get 100,000 people to sign that fucking petition to keep Quentin Tarantino alive. <laughs> keep him making movies, motherfuckers. And I do want him to make another. You know, he actually wanted to buy the rights for a Hall- for the Halloween franchise. He wanted to make a new Halloween movie. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been right for that series, though. To be honest, like his movies are genius and stuff, but I think I don't know. Maybe they would have been almost too dialogue-y. because he did just this dialogue. Have you seen the Hateful Eight, for instance? They let Rob Zombie do it. Yeah, but have you and seen look the- how that turned out? But have you seen the Hateful Eight? Yes, I, love I that mean, movie. dude, that movie literally, aside from the first okay, so 20, 30 minutes, takes place it. in one. Oh, I'm not saying I don't love it. I love it, but literally, it's almost too dialogue-y for like a Halloween movie. I just think like he like the words would almost outshine everything else. And Halloween, you gotta have some gore and shit. You gotta have that. Yeah, stuff. but he can do that. He can bring the gore anyway. Honestly, ah, that's true. I guess I, yeah, he here, did what the uh, if you Grindhouse, the Grindhouse flick or whatever. Dude, both of them are great. Yeah, yeah but he didn't do both, right? He did. He, no, him Rod- and no, no, Rodriguez, no. Rodriguez did one and he did one. You're right. Yeah, but right. I forget which he one. He did, did Death Proof, which is yeah, Planet the Kurt Russell Rodriguez. one, right? You're not wrong, which is much more dialogue. And the Kurt Russell one, right? Planet Terror was Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Planet Terror was Rodriguez, which is much more blow shit up and fucking. So you're not wrong, right? However, Halloween, if you think about the original movie, not to always include it, and I know I'm wearing it. Yeah, I was just about to say that. This is terrible. But I'm just saying, it was a lot of dialogue and very minimal horror. Maybe Tarantino would have been good at that. You only need four good kill scenes in that in, in a Halloween style movie. Most of it would have been that good dialogue. Three, four good kill scenes and three fucking great catchphrases. Boom, blockbuster. And you know there would have been a pumpkin and a foot, and there would have been something. <laughs> Tarantino. There would feet everywhere, dude. There's like a scene where I, like I think he would have killed it because I personally he, did, I just don't give a fuck. He probably would have had Michael, zombie movies. Yeah, he probably would have had Michael Myers just hack people's feet off, and then they'll go to like a room where he just has people's feet just yeah. hanging out. Like look, them. I don't hate zombie. I I love white zombie. Even though they were like the Millie Vanilli of the early 90s. Oh, La Sisto is one of the Ooh. best fucking... Amazing. Amazing dude, record. Fucking great record, dude. Way better than their other one great that Great record. What, Astro Creep? Yeah, way better. Oh, it's way better. Come on. It's like, such it even awesome has like record. thrashy elements and it's, stuff. No. Dude, it's such a good and record. And those two are definitely better than all the other And they're different. They oh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, the earlier stuff. By the way, yeah. he honestly, he admitted that he had no idea, none of them on the record, that was like their first time like as a band. They didn't know. I know they were. they had albums previously... But they couple, still didn't yeah. know how to actually fucking play their shit. They, they just weren't together. He said, he's like, honestly, when we got signed and they made a big deal out of us at Geffen, he's like, we had no fucking clue what we were doing as a band. We were not well put together. Like today, you have to be the cream of the crop to get a good record deal. Oh, fuck yeah. You have to have your shit together. Yeah, I don't know about all that. He was like, he's like... <laughs> There's some like, pretty shitty bands out there. <laughs> that record, big record deal. That's because they sell FFDP. But that's the problem. So, so they, but they suck. But they don't because they're well put together. Even though you don't think so, they're still. You have to be well put together. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Doesn't the guy like quit every other month because his poor mother passed away or something? Does he walk oh. off stage? The dude from Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, Ivan Moody. Yeah. Right, it's right in his name, man. He's a, he's a Moody <laughs> motherfucker, dude. <laughs> 
he's also he's another one. He's a he's nah. Anyway, right, we digress. All right. It's depressing. Once you see five finger death punch, that's depressing. <laughs> so right after he has the foot in her mouth, I mean, I'm sorry, her foot's in his mouth. She takes a drink of whatever booze that Seth is drinking, and she spits it back into Richie's mouth, yeah. and then she proceeds to suck his chin. Like, and again, dude must be in fucking. Oh, and heaven. he is. You can yeah, see yeah. he is. He's like, like elated, man. He's that's it. He's not even in. He's like, I, actually, he's probably thinking, is this really happening? Is this not happening? Mm-hmm. I think that's the point. Yeah, man. It's pretty much. Yeah, he doesn't really know reality from. Yeah. non-reality yep. I and mean, like you said earlier and I believe I believe that's part of it and then uh, all of a sudden you see uh, uh, what's his name Chet Pussy walk back in with the bouncer and uh, Razor Charlie <laughs> and they point at Seth and he says it's that puto over there that knocked me out in the front and his pussy brother kicked me in the ribs or whatever he says. I don't know the exact yeah. line. Do you have the exact line? No, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, he turned and said, kick me when I was down. Yeah. Like, pretty much says, yo, Richie's a fucking cunt. You know? I probably shouldn't use that word, but I'm going to use it anyway. And then, um, so he says, Richie, you got to be on the clock. And then Richie just automatically, how many? Three. That's it. So teach, uh, Hold on, I'm sorry. I just lost my fucking... I know what it's like, though. I know what it's like. Yeah, see? I'm enjoying it. It's hard, man. It's hard. I feel for anybody who's actually listening, but this is fucking fantastic. (laughs) So, Okay, there we go. So Razor comes up. He fucking puts his knife through the already wounded hand of Richie. And then... um, uh, Seth ends up getting up with the gun and shooting fucking the bouncer. And... uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> the the Cheech death scene is fucking awesome. Yeah. Because he at this point he. All right. Let me ask you a dumb question. At this point, has, has Selma already turned? No, she's about to turn. Okay. She's about to turn. So, literally. So the, I'm jumping the gun on the Cheech, Cheech death. Scene. Oh, so anyway, so it shows sat- Satanica again, and uh, yeah, she fucking turns into a fucking vampire out of nowhere. Like, she looks she, like a snake. Vampire. She does. Yeah. yeah, like a serpent. I'm not sure. I love. That's the only thing I love this movie, but I'm I'm not a fan of how they made. I wish they would have just made her look like the what, other like characters, a goth? like a, like a sexy goth vampire no, instead of like no, an alien. No, not even sexy. I just wanted her to be hideous, like the other vampires, and she, they give her like a snake head. It's like she's scaly. Yeah, it was kind of fucking. I just didn't like what they did to her, and it was CGI, for the most part CGI mixed in with uh, makeup. But I I just didn't care for it. They did such an awesome job with all the other vampires, and they fucked up on some hikes. But it's it's fine. So they shot um, uh, Seth. Uh, not Seth. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Pussy Chet or whatever. Chet Pussy. I keep calling him Pussy Chet, but it's Chet Pussy. Yeah, I see how I can get those confused. You know, um, Chet Pussy and Seth are so close. So then she turns, and then she jumps on Richie's back. Right? Am I correct? And she bites him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then Richie dies. So she pretty much Kinda. drains Richie's <laughs> blood to the point of death. Um, and what you learn from that bite scene is basically that this is kind of like a... Honestly, this is the only weird thing about this movie. It's like um, a zombie flick. Once you're bitten, you're infected, and you will transform. Mm-hmm. Not not all vampire movies... Are that way. Yeah. Are that way. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, you're drained a couple times until... They make you drink blood to transform. This one is the minute you get infected, 
and you're bitten by a vampire, you are a vampire. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're almost like zombie vampires. Right? It is. And I think that was to make it go faster. I don't think they had a choice. I think they wanted to make this movie move along. Well, it's kind of like this podcast. So it's like, <laughs> once you're bitten, you are going to transform. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then, yeah, it, it shows a scene of, like, now all of a sudden there was a band in the background the whole time playing yeah. regular instruments. Now they're playing, like, dead bodies for instruments. It's fucking And that was cool. The aesthetics the t- were cool. Yeah. The torso base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The torso, the torso with the head flopping, which looked real. <sighs> and then the legs shoved up the, the middle of the torso. You can thank Tom Sabine for all that. It fucking looked amazingly real. Yeah. And then from there, man, fucking Razor Charlie, the bouncer, and... Uh, Seth Pussy all they rise all as vampires. Yeah, they all turn rise as vampires. And then everybody that basically all the strippers turn into vampires, everybody turns to vampires, and then you see fucking heads and body parts just flying blood. all over the place. There's, and, and there's blood. It's not. It's squirting. I mean, there's everywhere just excessively yeah. squirting. That's all Rodriguez. Yeah. Now can I talk about the Cheech death scene? I right, go ahead, man. I missed it, but go ahead. Uh, the Cheech death scene. I forget. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think he gets stabbed, but his fucking or no, he gets the holy water in his face. Oh, that's later though. No, Ch- Chet Chet Pussy dies right then. His fucking his oh, face you're is right. red. The, his yeah. eyes fucking burst. Yeah, his but his body they they did CGI on that one, and they do this melting CGI, and his fucking face like explodes. It was it was done. I don't but know, it looks great. great. But it was no, good, it looks yeah. great. It, that was actually done well. The CGI in this movie, it, it might not have. It might have. It might have been. Um, I don't want to say stop animation or. But it might have been like claymation or something. Yeah, it might it have looked been very. Real, it but looked, it looked. I couldn't tell. And that's a good thing because you can tell how bad CGI is. Yeah. If you have to question it, it's good. Good. Yeah, you know? it was good. No, everything in this movie was great. Like, um, visually, it had Tom Savini in it. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was. The only bad thing I can complain about is fucking Selma Hayek's giant, like, rattlesnake head. I just think that sucked. Yeah. That was it. It was Selma Hayek. I was hoping for sexy vampire and she just turned into, like, like you said, snake. It just sucked. But it was bad, too. It was bad. So, yeah, so he dies, which was going to be my next <laughs> thing, actually. Good. And then Frost uses an upside down, like the table gets flipped upside down, and these four vampire broads. So, this is like when the, the, the black guy smoking a cigar gets freaking. Uh, it gets introduced. comedic, too. Gets it kind gets of comedic. comedic. So, he there's four chicks in each fucking. Literally, he's table like literally leg. wrestling moving them. Yeah. And like throwing them on these legs, and it's going through their chests. And it's. Just nuts, man. And but then, his character, almost everything that he does, him and Sex Machine, there it's comedic horror at this right, point. Yeah. It's very uh, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness style horror, which is awesome. See, and the thing about this scene too is like everybody just dies kind of quickly. Like this, that's so why I kind of like it though. It just like everybody it's, just goes. Yeah. Like and then it goes back to Seth, and it's like Satanica looks at him and says, "Hey, let's see if he tastes as good as your brother." Which you're, you know, obviously we just talked about how she bit into him. He shoots her. She pops up and socks him in the grill. Yeah. Sex Machine and Razor are fighting at the same time. Uses whip to wrap his feet and then stabs him with a broken pool cue. And that seems to be the main weapon, actually, in this movie is uh, broken pool cues. Have you, did you guys know? I noticed that, yeah. A lot of broken pool cues to be able to impale vampires. And this is when it starts flipping back and forth a lot. Like, Seth, and then it goes back to Seth... Tells us she's going to make him his slave. Like, but Satanica tells Seth he's going to make him his slave and lick shit for my boot heel. <laughs> Basically, it's one of the lines she says. She says, welcome to slavery. He says, no thanks. I already have a wife. He shoots a chandelier down on top of her. She melts away. And that's how I described everything because they all seem to melt away. They melt, yeah. Yeah. 
I know they use a lot of green blood in this to try to get past censorship bullshit, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they you can imagine what they ran into back in the 90s with this shit. Right, man. And then now it's the big-ass bouncer is heading towards them, and Frost gets his attention. Frost somehow rips out his heart. Literally, the guy's running by, and he, like, rips out his fucking heart. How did that happen? Do you know, guys, do you guys do you remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah. And then he has it, like, beating in his fucking hand out So after. he goes to run by him, and he just rips out his heart, and he's like, ha, 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 and just, like, football bits beating, and then, you know, it's like... The bounce is, he, is still alive. Is he dead? He's yeah. not dead. What do they do? And then, is it Sex Machine that just takes the pencil? Yep. Fucking... Stabs the fucking stabs thing. Stabs the heart, and yeah. then he dies. But, it, again, very comedic. It's not, it's not um, serious horror. It's comedic, and it's, just, it's funny. When does when's Frost's um, nom scene? Did that already no, happen? No, no, it's coming up. Okay. So then there's four more women that pop out out, out of nowhere, man. And uh, one of them actually has a hole in her stomach, and she looks like she could have been pregnant. I don't know if you noticed that. I noticed that. Like, literally, like, if you rewatch it, there's a scene with this woman, and it looks like, like... There's a hole in the stomach, which leads me to believe there's going to be like some demonic baby in it. But there should always be demonic babies. It should always be demonic. When I'm president, babies. that's going to be. It's going to be a rule law. for every flick. Yeah, you have to have a demonic baby. And anyway, they kill him without issue. <laughs> like it's just like so easy. Like they're killing people left and fucking right at this point in time. Uh, and then like once they kill everybody, this is when Frost says, "Aren't they supposed to burn up or something?" And then they all just kind of burst into flames when he says it. Which yeah. is kind of weird. It's like a whole room, yeah. Good timing, I yeah. guess. So, uh, so Sex Machine turns around. He sees the band is still there and says, now let's kill that fucking band. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite scenes also. And, and, then, this... and then, let's kill that fucking band. But I love how the band is like, fuck you, we're out of here. And they... <laughs> they no, the singer says, fuck you, everybody, good night. Yeah, fuck you, everybody. And then they just night. explode. They explode themselves. Like, yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> And, I, and, and if you look at my notes, what does that say, Kevin, right there where I just underlined? Not sure why. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the same thing. I'm like, wait, they kill themselves? Like, this must, this is a reoccurring thing. This place has been doing this for centuries. I don't even know. I mean, we obviously know by the end of the film that this is not their first fucking venture. They've been doing this forever. And I'm like, they, the band's just like, yeah, we're good. Fuck you. We're done. Yeah, man, that's... Seth spots Richie's body and pats his head and apologizes for fucking things up. And then uh, the others are trying to open that big-ass door with the fucking... Yeah, yeah, they have the barricade. The barricade, and they can't open it. And they can't open it, but at the same time, all of the other vampires... So here's my only thing, and it was... I'm like, so, okay, I understand this was a nest. It makes sense. This is a nest. Um, I'm probably going to ruin the movie for myself, just thinking too far into it. But here's a, here's a nest. They're trying to all come through this front door. Uh, they have a barricade for the front door. And there's another 40 or 50 vamps coming in. But my problem is, behind, we, we discover that this titty twister bar is only the iceberg of this massive um, uh, Mayan-style pyramid so why the fuck do they have to worry about coming in the front? Because they can go in through the 50 other holes in, in right. the entire place. So, again, probably looking too far into the movie. Yeah, you just like basically said the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, so I'm like, I get it, and this is just part of ancient culture. But I'm like, 
why, why the fuck are they trying to come in through the front when there's so many other places for them to come in through? So it just doesn't make sense. Like, And why are they coming to this specific place to save it? Is it mm-hmm. just where maybe that's where they live? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's I, what it is. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, but these are questions that nobody can answer for us. Well, I mean, I've never seen the sequel. I didn't, so. I didn't even know there was a sequel. There was a sequel. Yeah, there's like three of them, I think. Yeah, but is it... Who's, there, who there's three that? before the three seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but who made that shit? I don't know. It wasn't It wasn't anybody that was involved yeah. in the first one. I never heard good things, so I, I never was, even yeah. checked it. Yeah. Uh, without, honestly, this type of movie, without Tarantino or... Um, Rodriguez on it, I'd say fuck it. It's honestly, let's be. It it's like look how bad the other. I mean, for the most part, Halloween movies were without Carpenter on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I th- I liked a couple of them. So, couple but, of them, they were okay. I liked four a lot. Four was great. Yeah, I loved four. The honestly, it's funny. The only thing that sucked about four was the mask. Right, but but the movie in general, I thought was pretty good. The movie is great, yeah, but solid. I still can't put it in a category of like I love it because. I mean, I think he for me, like, it's, he I think like for me Jackie it's nostalgia. Chan, man. Yeah, for me, it's like nostalgia for that movie. He looked like Jackie Chan. Almost. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right. <laughs> our, our producer, producer yeah. is uh, telling us that we need we to. We got to speed track. the fuck up. So Seth, anyway, sees Richie Sorry, on the ground, producer. dead, and basically. Sorry. He tells him, I, I'm going to give you peace and death that I couldn't give you in life. Nerd. Right. <laughs> blood, my bloody Valentine. And this nerd. is actually like, this part confuses me a bit too, because Jacob and Kate try to console Seth. The guy who was basically responsible for putting him in this situation. Yeah. For kidnapping him. That's what I don't understand about some of the parts of this movie. Yeah. They're trying to console him, say everything's going to be all right. And then all of a sudden... Uh, he starts actually wait a minute I'm sorry oh yeah I forgot Richie uh, rose as a vampire <laughs> I skipped that whole part Richie rises as a vampire how could you forget he, he the was huge a headed fucking vampire fucking headed vampire yeah ugly as fuck yeah absolutely terrible evil dead-esque as well yeah I would yeah. say so I would say so there because he looks so innocent and he's dead and Seth is crying he's like well not really crying but he's like bro I'm sorry you know we were supposed to be in Mexico and blah 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 and then he turns into this massive headed dong yeah man and then uh, they point a gun at him they're like don't touch my brother whatever whatever yeah. and then they kind of get him to realize that he's not his brother anymore yeah. so they, he has him hold him down and then he fucking drives a pool cue into him. Again. Yeah, like after he has his whole speech, like, yeah, you know, I couldn't give you, you know, the best life, whatever. So. Which I said, yeah. Then I yeah. skipped another part. Yeah, I couldn't give you in death what I can give you, uh, whatever. I couldn't give you in life what I can give you now, which yeah. is peace. Peace, the so peace gonna, and death that I couldn't I'm drive give a fucking, in life. I'm gonna drive a pool stick through your chest. Yeah, because that's the peace you wanted, buddy. And then this is where you start hearing the bats. Yeah, and they come. They're trying to console him, and they're like, "What is that?" And then Seth, for some reason, knows exactly what it is. He says, bats. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the next scene, you see but tons of bats just flying towards a titty twister. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man. Uh, legless uh, vampire, which was I thought was a cool scene. Well, that's Perhaps cool. Kate. Uh, again, and he's, like, crawling towards You don't want to know something? What's fucked up about this is, from the mind of Tom Savini, that is probably something he saw in Vietnam. And Yeah, and guess who killed the legless vampire? Tom Savini. Absolutely. Sex I'm, machine, I'm yeah. just thinking like, so the whole point about Tom Savini, the reason why he is the best um, aesthetics dude in the world 
It's because the motherfucker lived through Vietnam and saw all sorts of shit, and that was still is his way of being able to kind of like get out um, his PTSD from the war. Like he was a photographer in yeah. Vietnam. He yeah. was just a soldier. Like, he was like, so he, he like saw his job the shit, was to... photographer. He, he was like he was a photographer. He photographed the crap that he saw, and so for him, that's how he gets out what he sees. And good for him. He was he found a way to actually like make money off of that and recover. But that's why when Frost has his little nom scene, that's coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's Frost what I like when he's Savini. It's, it's Savini. Yeah. It's literally Savini. on this page. I wonder if he was in Nam as well. I don't know his actual history. Yeah, I'm not sure if John Williams' yeah. history. But. He, he, I mean, he's probably from that era. Maybe. So maybe. Oh, I would say so. Yeah. Maybe some truth it's so crazy. Like I was watching that scene, thinking, I'm like, now, now what I know about Tom, I was like, this scene makes sense, and it's kind of fucked up because in his mind, I'm actually seeing what he saw as a dude crawling with his legs blown off and you got the little fucking foot dangling and it's a bone by by the i mean sorry yeah, you but, don't get that detail from dude it's pretty just pure there's a lot of detail yeah you actually if you rewatch this movie try to pay attention to that because that's like reality you know it's not fake you, you know take out the fangs that shit really happened to people so this next part is uh they start realizing after the uh, legless dude starts crawling towards her that all the dead people that were killed are now vampires. Are now coming back to life yeah. as vampires. So they start even taking them out like as they're like still dead sleeping so they don't wake up. And then one just pops out and bites Sex Machine in his forearm. We got white vampires, black vampires, <laughs> Asian vampires. We got warm vampires, cold vampires. So yeah, so he they kill them all. He puts a jacket on to cover up his bite you know basically uh they start to talk about things to kill them like stains crosses <laughs> holy well it's silver they're not sure if it's for werewolves or vampires yeah. there's a lot of confusion going on and they're like well nobody fucking knows so let's move on from silver and yeah. pretty much and then uh so basically seth is talking to jacob about you know his faith and saying hey you can bless the water and make it holy water and then fucking he questions his face so fucking jacob just socks him just punches him in the fucking face. And then, uh, basically, like, he, Seth ends up saying, this is the line he says. They have this conversation. He's like, you're a faithless preacher on a mean motherfucking, or a mean, or are you a mean motherfucking servant to God? Yeah. So, which convinces, I think, Jacob to, you know, start fucking wanting to bless shit and so he can get this fucking done. Yeah, it basically re, um, reignites his faith towards God because he knows he has to. Not to mention we already, at some point in this movie, and you probably already missed this point, but he basically said, like, there has to be a God and you need to believe in it because if if hell has been unleashed on us with these, these you know, demonic creatures, then there's no way that there's not a heaven. There has to be an, a good side to what is the, the unholy hell that's being unleashed. So that helps us think that. All right, Doug, take this part, because I know you've been wanting to talk about this for like an hour. There, there was a scene, too, where Seth says... Are you going to go into, like, Ice Earth lyrics right now? <laughs> Possibly. It, yeah, it's oh, how I love you! It's always a possibility. Uh, there, there's a scene where Seth's talking about, like, I'm not, like, religious, but I know what I saw. I don't believe in heaven and hell, but I, I know what my eyes just saw, and they're fucking vampires. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. 
So, I don't know if Marco's getting written down here for this, but there's a scene where Frost just kind of, it kind of quiets down. You see Frost smoking a cigar and just goes into this, like, Vietnam flashback, which, yeah. I, thought, which I thought was kind of entertaining, knowing, like I said, I wonder, I don't know his backstory in real life, yeah, but yeah. maybe he was in Nam too, and him and Savini were just having, like, a moment here, like, but, so Frost it, it was a good him. mix to mix it in with Nam and, like, everything going on, like, in the, in the vampire den. It was perfect. He's like, yeah. He's like, I was there, and a grenade went off right next to me. Dude, he's so... In- and the Viet Cong, the VC, what do you... Yeah, the, the, the VC. VC. The VCs, they were just laughing at us. Just making fun of us as the bodies were being piled up on top of me, and I felt useless. It's like, and then I just sit up, and I blacked out. And I couldn't see what was going on, but I just kept striking them. And I just realized that I had killed the whole VC unit. And it's they're like all looking at him like... What the fuck? And he's so in just his face. Uh, he's just so intense this whole time. The whole time, and everyone's like, like, "Yeah, you've lost your shit." Yeah, but it's a great scene. It, it is not no, knowing the the history with, like I said, Savini. Yeah. Um, and then God knows what his history is, but maybe they're just having like a big old flashback and like yeah, being able lot, to kind man. of portray through there's that. A lot. Um. There he is. Savini pops out. Savini pops out after. After the whole speech, Savini basically... No, the best part is Savini pops up as uh, as a vampire. Yeah, but you see his little hands like crawling oh, up his back. His hands creeping up well, his back. He looks like a fucking vampire mouse. <laughs> yeah, you know but... like, the way his face is like elongated? But, and but again, like a... again, they made it comedic. And the best part is after... He, he's right. After that speech, you just see the, the little, little hands. And he fucking... And he bites him. He's like his shoulder. Yeah. Basically bites his shoulder. Which you know that he's fucked. So OJ's fucked. OJ. <laughs> And let me find my spot here because I just. Uh, by Jacob. Oh, okay. The Jacob and Seth try. Okay. So Jacob and Seth try to rip him off of Frost. He elbows Seth, fucking knocks him back, and bites Jacob in the forearm. So Jacob now is bit. Frost is now bit. Uh, knocks Seth, Kate, and Jacob around. Poor Scott is left. Frost gets up and says, You fucking bit me. And fucking Sex Machines knocks Scott out and churns and says, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Frost throws Sex Machine through the door and the bats get uh, in. And Frost is now a vampire. Uh, the only thing that really confused me is like, Frost and Savini basically turn into vampires like quickly. Like right away. But then like Harvey Keitel... Yeah, Which is Jacob. Like, it's drawn It out. takes forever for yeah. him to turn into a vampire. And that's basically the last part of the movie is basically with him in it. And it just really threw me off in the movie watching it. Like, you know, and uh, basically the bats get in. They start fucking whatever. Seth finds a door. He breaks it down into this fucking weird hallway. Yeah. And they run down and fucking uh, they get into another door. They go to close it. And there's like a like Nosferatu looking motherfucker. Like, that gets caught in the door, he just shoots him in the head, closes the door. So, Seth, Kate, and Scott remain in the room, along with Jacob. No, 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 Jacob's not even in the room yet, I I apologize. So, it's Seth, Kate, and Scott. Kate wants to go back for her father, Seth says, your dad is dead. Back at the bar, it shows the bass flying around, the camera pans down, and you see Jacob... Sitting behind the bar, wrapping his arm. And now he finds like a gun and a bat. 
and he makes like a fucking like cross gun out of it, which is fucking pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So he figured if he had the cross, you know, maybe he could back him off, get back into that hallway. And that's what he basically does. He ends up shooting a couple people with the gun. He gets back into the hallway. And uh, he knocks on the fucking door. They let him in. So now he's back in the back room. Anybody got anything to add? Or am I just fucking going off here? No, you're going no, off. I'm you're going just, off? Yeah, we're just, you're bringing it home. And then basically Jacob says to them, they have a conversation. He says, look, either kill me now or we're going to fight these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And basically that's it. And he, he he has Kate and Scott. He knows Seth is good for killing them. He doesn't, you know, he yeah. knows Seth, Seth is good for whatever. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say kill me now. He's like. No, no. But he's like, if I turn. Yeah. He makes right? it. He's I'm going to kill myself now. That's right. don't promise that you'll yeah. kill me when I turn. For his yeah. children. And then, you know, so the whole point is, it's basically just like saying, when I turn, I need one of you to take me out. And the kids, he gets them to promise, um, even though they don't want to. And then they go out. And they fight off all of these bats who have, who have turned back into disgusting, hairy uh, vampires. Mm-hmm. But they have like bushes and stuff. Oh, they're they're crazy looking. But, <laughs> but that's my point is I'm like they're creepy as fuck. Yeah, they are. They are creepy. So so are we to believe that they are that all of these bats? Are they supposed to be the one? Are they supposed to be the ancient ones? Apparently, yeah. I mean, that's, honestly, that's what I would you're, think. If yeah. you're super ancient. You're gonna look older than the modern day vampire. You just are through evolution. You would be creepy as fuck and vampiric, versus like the new modern day Selma Hayek. That's true. Rattlehead it? vampire, which I didn't again. There's like the worst one out of them all. I agree. And, but the rest of them looked cool. Like they had human bodies with these weird contorted ears and faces and mouths and all that shit. These dudes were like you're either a bat or you turn into this hairy. Like Kevin slash Duncan looking vampire, you know you got you got hairy legs and arms. Maybe they were ancient because you know back it's back pretty, then. I mean it's pretty true, man. It's it's like us the, like the cubic trimming back in the ancient yeah. times, more like they are now. So, so we, they were the, we were the we were the. I'm fucking tired. I'm doing all these shit. That looked like it. it was a, we were the ancient ancient vampires, and then you had the like the prettier like new age vamps that like, like the had, Twilight vamps. Twilight vamps, yeah. Minus the glistening and shit. So it's like, okay, so now it makes sense, just thinking about this during the podcast, it's like, okay, so they were the ancient ones that lived there already, and they were just coming back after a, a night of day drinking themselves from wherever they were. <laughs> and they're like, we're home! We're hungry! What the fuck is going on here? And that's what happened. They came home to a shit show. And they were just kind of like, well, we got a clean house. Um, and then we got the four remaining people left. Yeah. Yeah. So they discover this room, or like part of the room, there's like a bunch of cargo. Then this is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. So they discover like, hey, you know what? Uh, obviously, like in the beginning, Trejo was like, hey, you know what? The only people who can come here are, are um, bikers and truckers, and that's because they bring cargo with them. So they had a whole room stored full of cargo. Makes sense. So they were keeping all of the shit that the bikers and truckers had. And so they're scavenging through that... Um, to try to find stuff in order to kill this whole um, colony of vampires, basically. And they find a bunch of crap. They put it together. They come out of the room, guns blazing. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. We may or may not die. So let's go out together and let's try to kill as many of these fuckers as we can before we die. So they go out. And this is, again, we've already talked about the fact that we know that um, Preacher's turning 
and he's only got like an hour left before he becomes a vampire himself. Even though the other dudes turned into vampires like instantly, but it's all right. I know, yeah, I know. We had that was the one like you just kind of got to go with it. Maybe his faith kept him alive. Mm-hmm. You don't know. The, the word of God kept him from turning instantly, Marco. Possibly. So we get into that, and it's like they're out there and they're battling vampires. Um, you know what is it? Uh, um, I forget his name. The fat Asian kid. Scott. Uh, Scotty boy. Scotty boy's got a super soaker full of holy water mm-hmm. that his father blessed. And let's talk about the best weapon. Is like the. Was it like the jackhammer steak yeah. weapon? Oh, that too was cool. With the, I don't yeah, with the dildo. Yeah, the dildo. What was that that's that he had that he just stuck a steak in? It, was it like, looked like a jackhammer. I think it's a jackhammer, yeah. I don't know how it would have been powered. It was cool, it, yeah. but even if he's staking one vampire, like 50 Oh, it takes them, time. Five and of you them see would it. have killed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was cool, but I'm like, It was more for show. It was definitely a show off Definitely for show, a little more unrealistic. But let's talk about a couple things that happens because this is where like some of the it's a great fight scene but you know so basically they're already blasting people kevin got into that part sex machine vampire form comes Comes down back again literally from the ceiling takes on seth seth uses sex machine's whip wraps his feet and then uh excuse me i'm sorry oh no i'm sorry wraps his neck wraps his neck and then he pulls so hard i don't know if this is possible guys but he decapitates him with the whip Probably. Yeah, that one takes it. five pounds of pressure. I love right? yeah. off an appendage. That's it. I don't know if a neck. I mean, there's bone in there, so it might take a little more. But yeah. hey, they're gonna so, grip that fucking thing. Has so anyway, like uh, he ends up kicking the head towards Kate, who has like a bow and arrow with like little. Uh, I'm sorry, a crossbow with little like stakes, and she stakes his fucking head. He's yep. dead. All right. Uh, well, he's not dead again. He fucking is. Transform into a rat. That's what it is. Is that the dude who becomes a big rat? Yeah. See, this is where I, I, I had a hard time because, like, I was already doing this for, like, five hours. <laughs> so I really had a really hard time fucking, like... I would have cut most of this shit out, so good for you. Yeah, man. He was a rat, dude. Uh, Frost is back. He takes... Uh, he was a rat, dude. And he got killed. You know, he, he, you know, what happened? The uh, rat-looking creature, Seth battle. Kate shoots him in the head. Seth flings him in the air, and he burns. He, like, just... It's up in flames. Then Frost comes back. Jacob stabs Frost with a bar- uh, with the barrel of his gun, which I thought was actually a pretty cool scene. Goes through his body, and then he starts shooting other vampires, like repositioning them and shooting other vampires. Yeah. Like using him as a shield almost. And that's pretty much it. I mean, and then... There, there's one little he scene... He did. Go ahead. There's one little scene where... Um, it's... it's um, I can't think of her name now. Kate... And she's trying to kill someone, and she starts crying. Cause, well, I don't know if you got to this part yet. When the, when Jacob turns, uh, it's about to happen. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll tell it. No, after. you tell tell it, tell it. Just tell it. Well, so we're, we're there. J- Jacob turns. We yeah. knew he was going to, and then mm-hmm. she has to kill him, but she's having a tough time. So she starts sobbing, and then you just see Seth in the background punching a vampire. He's like, "Fight now, cry later." <laughs> right, like, right, right. That's probably yep, one of my exactly. favorite favorite. With all the badass quotes in this movie, that's probably one of my favorite, just because it's that comedic aspect as well. Just fight now, cry later, as he's like punching a zombie going by. I mean, uh, a vampire. Yeah, man. And then, uh, d- is Jacob the one that gets his uh, face health melted off? Uh, he gets his head blown off. Oh, okay. He? Scott throws holy water, melts half his face. Oh, maybe. That, yeah, I think that's yeah, him, so yeah. Half the face is melted um, already as it is. And then, and then I think the 
I, I think he has to shoot him with the revolver or whatever it is. Not a revolver. Whatever the fuck. So, is yeah, is. we skipped a part. I mean, it's all right. But, like, Scott gets fucking, in, you know, engulfed by vampires. They stop biting him. Uh, she goes to save him. And uh, she points a gun. And this part confused me, too, actually. She actually shot at the vampires. And then they, like, all died. Like, six of them. Biting Scott. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Well, so, I think... I So, here's what I thought. He was full of holy water. So, Scott, had, who was covered in little, you know, condoms full of holy water and shit. Uh, and he had the water gun on him. And he's already being so bitten. Makes it, sense. And he was being yeah. bitten. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, when yeah. she hit him with a couple of arrows, it... Like that exploded plus him plus plus the holy water got in everybody plus else. Plus Robert actually, Rodriguez. That's pretty cool though. That's so, actually a good thought because I was like that was my only that. thing. I was yeah. like that didn't make sense either. And I'm like ah, it makes sense. She shot him, but he had the holy water on him, and it just kind of like he t- basically Scott turned himself into a giant holy water bomb. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm um, the last two scenes here. Uh, Scott, uh, not Scott. Scott's dead. Fuck, fuck Scott. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he did. So you got Kate and Seth left. They're surrounded now by vampires. And all of a sudden, through the bullet holes and stuff, you see, like, light coming through. So he's like, shoot yep. fucking holes in the wall. So they start shooting holes in the wall, and it starts, like, basically melting the vampires. Yeah. You know, or, like, they start getting hit and backing off, whatever. Doesn't she ask if she should save two bullets for them or something? Something like that. Yeah, she does. She does. I didn't write that in, but... And then... You know, you hear a knock on the door. I'm looking for my friend Seth, Gecko, whatever. And you hear Seth fucking scream. Obviously, it's Carlos. Carlos, they've been waiting for Carlos the whole fucking time. The whole fucking movie. The whole movie. That's basically what they were there for. was me, Carlos. And he's like, kick of the fucking door. They come in. That's it. They all fucking evaporate. They get out. And that's pretty much it, man. They work out a new deal. Fucking Kate asks Seth to go with him. Which, I another thing I didn't understand. Yeah, why but I still love the thing. He's like, why did you have us fucking... Why did you have us meet you here? And he's like, I don't know, man. This is as good as any other place in Mexico, man. I don't understand. He's like, I've never he's been like, here. Drove by a few times. I don't know. He's like, I drove by. He's like, I thought it, you know, it was loud. There were bikers yeah, and no, And uh, obviously by the accents they're doing, this is Cheech's Cheech, third yeah. character. Third like, I don't know, man. It's like the place, you know? It's just like titties and whatever. Like, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. It's like, you didn't realize there was going to be a fucking blood fest and... They're going to be vampires, like actual real vampires. And he's going off and he's just like, sorry. And he's like, this girl lost her whole family because of this shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, this changes your percentage. He's like, fuck no. I want Richie's percentage. And it's Richie, right? Richie, yeah. Yeah. And he's going to give it to the, he's going to give yeah, it to and Julie. And he Lewis. mentions that he lost his brother. Yeah. That she he's lost like, her fuck family. You. Yeah. I'm going to keep the percentage. I'm going to get, and he gives it to her. Which is great. And then she wants to go with him. She's like, you need you need somebody to tag along. And he's just like, um, I'm an asshole, but I'm not that much of an asshole, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which still threw me off, though, yeah. man. Yeah, but that whole... Se- and I've never been to that part of Mexico. I mean, I've been to Mexi- a bunch of places in Mexico, but nothing ever looks awful to me. But I'm thinking, like, when he says, you've never been to... What's the place he's going to? El Rey or something. El Rey. Like he goes, yeah. you've never been to El Rey have you i'm like what are you leaving america to go to he's talking about sitting on the beach having rice and beans and margaritas and he's like you haven't been to el rey like as if it's gonna be the worst place in mexico to go to and she's yeah. like no and he's like i'm an asshole but i'm not that much of an asshole and okay. he drives away drives away i always forgot that he drove i thought she went with him nope nope 
But nope. I didn't nope. she goes she her did. own way. Nope. He drives away. She just stands there looking while she drives away, and then the credits roll. That's basically <laughs> the movie right there. Yeah. I mean, I know. I understand. well, it's not the movie because then they pan to the giant. Oh, the Mayan, Mayan thing, yeah, which you already brought up, yeah. Yeah, Mayan temple. She's for... basically the we. You, she's the first person you find out it's a vampire spot. Yeah, that's and it. that's it. That's her relevance and to the movie. Blows. Yeah, it does blow. But um, the movie's awesome. Yeah, it's I, fucking great. It's, I, it's I recommend classic. it myself. It's I recommend. So I'm gonna just tell. Uh, I know we've already gone on a little long. I know that uh, there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of scene switching in this movie. I was gonna say one thing. Like I uh, watched this movie a couple times in the past. And uh, I'm a very big uh, Tarantino fan, but usually when it switched into the vampire stuff, it really lost my interest. But now... A lot of people say that. Yes. Like, like it starts out so strong as just like a good fucking crash and burn flick, and then they get thrown into the whole horror thing. Yeah, and it kind of lost me. But now that we've been doing this podcast for the better part of about a year, right? Over Uh, a year. Almost. Yeah. Is it over a year? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. We started October last year, so it's over a year. And uh, look, man... I really enjoyed it. Honestly, like back in the day before we were doing this podcast, I would have been like, ah, great first hour, shitty ending. <laughs> and uh, that would have been my review. But honestly, since we've been doing the horror genre a little bit more, it's opened my eyes a little bit more to it. I'm, I strongly recommend this fucking flick. If you haven't already seen it, I mean, it's a fucking classic. So Yeah, no, it is. Especially the, the actors in it, just the, the whole motif. But 7.2 on IMDb. Budget was $19 million, which is... Pretty big budget for 96. Yeah, no, that's because it was Rodriguez and fucking Tarantino, though. Man. Yeah, that's coming off of Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown, pretty much. Gross 33.5 million, so it did well. Mm-hmm. They made their money back and then some. And that's, Doubled it. I don't, know, I don't remember if they ever had any merch or anything like that, but... I can't recall it. You know? Um, but would you like it? You recommend it? Oh, fuck yeah. How about you, class. Kevin? Uh, I recommend. I, I love this I've watched it a million times. I It's still a great movie. It's not like a hardcore horror movie, but just the thriller, action, everything. I mean, Rodriguez and Tarantino. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. It, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's no so, wolf, so wolf cop, but so host. Oh god, <laughs> fuck wolf cop. I like wolf cop, but it just, dude. It's a. Great are we gonna bring up the wolf cop every time? Every time. Every, every time. fucking time. He's, that's the tombstone is until we do it. Until we fucking do it. We can do it, man. I'm down <laughs> to do it. I'm okay with it. We'll have to do one and two, though. We'll just blump them together. Blumpkin together? Blumpkin <laughs> together. <laughs> this one here has actually become like uh, every, it was like a tradition. Every day, every New Year's Day, after getting hammered on New Year's Eve, waking up and watching this for like mm-hmm. years. So it's kind of almost like like nostalgic. Not nostalgic, but like it's become one of those things that like... Uh, Are you talking about Wolf Cop or From Dust Till Dawn? From Dust Till Dawn. Okay. okay. I just want to make sure we uh, differentiate. Yeah. And Kevin? What? Want to roll this out? Uh, No. I no? You want to keep say. going? Yeah, you have I more have to, say? to say? Go no, ahead, bro. I've got nothing to say. No, oh, well, you're the man who you typically rolls us out. Yeah, I've got nothing to say, though. I'm good. Hey, anyway, that's our review of From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Dark Candles, our boy Keith McCoy, Keith McCoy yeah. out, out in Ireland, Denise, or uh, Heavy Denise, Crown Radio, yeah, Denise Heavy Crown Radio, Radio who's a big it. supporter, she's doing really well. Yeah, yeah, make sure you guys listen to Heavy Crown Radio, she recently just did something uh, uh, based off of an actual, like, I think it was based off of a, um, a court case, like murder court case, thank you producer. And uh, I think that's super important. So, and she's she's gaining some traction there. So, listen to Heavy Crown Radio with 
well, we'll call her D-Nice. Yeah, we don't want to give her real name. You guys? This is Kev. Margo. Thank <laughs> you.